0: So obviously, there's a lot of um, corruption in America. But right now, we're just going to focus on corruption with prisons and the prison system in the U.S. Because the U.S. leads the world in the amount of prisoners and inmates. Like we make up for twenty-five percent of all of the
1: world's population. Prison,
0: world, yeah. yeah you know what I mean. um, in America, we have what, 2.2 million prisoners, or million people in the U.S. Um, and the prison population from 1980 to
1: 2012 has increased 790%. And where are you? <laughs> I'm not having
0: and, uh, you brought up something earlier about how it's because a lot of it has to do with the war on drugs. Oh, yeah. Because I have a graph here, um, and it shows, like, the biggest reasons why people are being put in jail and drugs is the number one. It's about forty 47% of all
1: people, all
0: the offenses...
1: All the all the U.S. like forty six percent of inmates in the U.S. are in prison because of drugs, mm-hmm. and why that is is because just like this this the stat of the seven hundred and ninety percent increase. Mm-hmm. I have like a similar stat on my phone. It's more of a graph, but it shows since about like the seventy five, like mid seventies, just skyrocketed mm-hmm. the number of people in prison and jail, and. Why that is, is because, like you said, Richard Nixon took office in 1969, and it's shortly thereafter, he put into place the war on drugs, which was less of a war on drugs and more more a war on the people that do drugs, if that makes sense. They didn't take drugs Mm -hmm. off the street and rehabilitate people and get people medical help to take away their addiction.
0: Yeah, they just punished. They threw
1: them in a cage Mm -hmm. and punished the people... That were using drugs, yeah. not the drugs themselves.
0: Because I have a thing right here that says, 47% of sentenced federal prisoners on September thirtieth, two 2016 were serving time for drug offense. 56% of female federal prisons were serving sentences for drug offense compared to the 47% of males. That's
1: interesting because the reason why that is is because, I don't know, I've, I've told you about a guy named Jordan Jordan Peterson. He, had, he, he talked about... That, and the reason because of that is because if you look at the number of people in prisons, ninety like total number of human beings in the U.S. in prisons, ninety percent of them are male. And the rest of them are female who are getting caught up with males because most the reason why most it's mostly men. So in we b- we should blame men for everything. No. <laughs> is they are less agreeable people. It's a psychology thing. Like, agreeable is a characteristic of somebody, and they are less inclined to follow the rules. And they're also more inclined to do violent things, which is why Mm -hmm. someone should go to jail. Yeah. But people are going to prison. Not only people are going to prison for something like drugs, which is a nonviolent crime, but 47% of the people in prison are there because of drugs. Mm Mm-hmm. It's ridiculous. I have a quote here from the aide. Here, what is it? I believe it's the. uh, Let me see. Right here. It was from the former domestic policy chief of Richard Nixon. This is an actual quote. You can actually look this up. He said The Nixon campaign began in 1968, and the Nixon White House after that had two enemies the anti-war left and black people. He said, you understand what I'm saying? We knew we couldn't make it illegal to be either against the war, he's talking about the war in Vietnam, against the war or black. But by getting, out, but by getting the public to associate the hippies with marijuana and blacks with heroin and then criminalizing both heavily, we could disrupt those communities. We could arrest their leaders, raid their homes, break up their meetings, and vilify them night after night on the evening news. Did we know we were lying about the drugs? Of course we did. That is a direct quote from the chief of domestic affairs of Richard Nixon, which pretty much just admits corruption. that they were lying. Yeah, <laughs> just straight up corruption.
0: Yeah. Um.
1: And also, what people don't understand is how how, like, uh, this is an unpopular opinion, but I don't think people understand how good it would help if we legalized how most how good how
0: much
1: how much it would help if we legalized most drugs. Mm-hmm. Cuz the same exact thing Because
0: when you say that it just like somebody just like doesn't
1: want oh, to talk about that. people like, freak out on me all the like time when mom, I say that. Really? Yeah, my mom freaked out on me. But people don't realize that the exact same thing happened with liquor in the 1920s, is that when it, when prohibition went through. Al Capone snagged that market up and organized crime skyrocketed. Mm -hmm. Same with with prison rates, like everything we're seeing nowadays, it's just that the cartel and, you know, the drug dealers, Mm -hmm. they're taking a hold of what's now illegal. Mm -hmm. And what never should have been illegal.
0: Mm-hmm. But
1: we've been riding this war on drugs wave since the nineteen seventies.
0: Yeah, and I think it it still is like in effect today because like how do I get this out? Like I don't know. People just associate drugs bad, drugs prison. Oh yeah, like, it's such
1: a stigma, man. Like
0: what we should be doing is we should not be punishing the people that are addicted to drugs. We should be doing what Norway is doing. And, um, their prisons are, like, better than, like, what? Um, I have a quote from an article that was talking about prisons in Norway, and it says, Cells had televisions, computers, I don't know why I said computers (laughs) like that. (laughs) Cells had televisions, computers, integral showers, and sanitation. And I have pictures on here. Like, in... The cells, you can see, like...
1: Oh my gosh, they're like hotels.
0: Yeah. <laughs> like, they have they have TVs, they have their own showers, and...
1: That's better than my room.
0: <laughs> and, um... Where is it? I have a quote here about US. Like, a lot of people think we spoil our prisoners, because they just think, like, if you're in prison, you're a bad person. Yeah. Like, that's it. like Yeah. If, and, um... So they think that, like, they shouldn't be getting like, the treatment that they are in Norway, but Norway is the number one country that has people going into jail and then in, within the next five years they're not going back. America leads that in in the world again at, like, I think 77% of the people that go to prison, within the next five years they're going to be back in prison. Yeah. Because it's just an endless cycle. You get out, you can't find a job because you're considered a felon because mm-hmm. you were a heroin addict. And then you just start doing heroin again because it just... Anyway...
1: It, 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 that's not a small thing. Yeah. Like, people, I I really, really am for the idea that the sole, if not sole, I'd say 90% of the reason that prison rates have skyrocketed and only continue to go up is because of the war on drugs. Mm-hmm. And if we want to fix that problem, we have to, you know...
0: Mm-hmm. Treat them like they're human beings. Like, yeah, look at the
1: prison problem as if it... Like, the the prison problem and drug problem go hand in hand is what I'm trying to say. And a lot of people don't want to look at Mm -hmm. it like that. They want to look at it as just, don't do drugs. Well, everybody does drugs. That's why I've never understood drug-free clubs. Because alcohol is a drug. Mm -hmm. Coffee's a drug. Tylenol's a drug. Some drugs are good for you, and they should be taken some drugs are bad for you like meth and they should not be taken. Mm-hmm. just like how if you do meth every day you're gonna die if you eat cheeseburgers four times a day every day <laughs> you're gonna die from a heart disease but nobody wants to look at it that way mm-hmm. and it's the exact same thing they're all tools every like you can use a hammer to build a house but you can also use it to kill somebody mm-hmm. drugs are tools that nobody wants to look at it like that man and i get really passionate about this because this is something i've thought about for a while and it's something that's destroying our country from the inside because there's so much slimy activity going around about how we know for a fact that the government went out of their way to try and get people in jail. Like, like that quote I just gave you, go out of their way to try and get mm. people in jail and make money off of them because prison's a business. I don't care what anybody says. That's why it's a fact that prison unions, so prison guards... Their union lobbies the government, which means pays them, to keep marijuana illegal. That has happened. That is fact. Which is absurd because they are essentially okay with ruining someone's life and keeping them in a cage forever for the rest of their life. Because like you said, they get out and then two months later they're back in the system. Mm -hmm. Because at first they're an 18-year-old kid that gets caught with two grams worth of weed. And next thing you know they can't do anything except sell drugs. Now they're caught with 100 grams of coke mm-hmm. and now their are on.
0: yeah we're we're not looking at this thing. we should be seeing like these are people with problems but we're just seeing them as like they're bad they need to be put away <laughs> like we get them get them out of here they're ruining everyone but in like in Norway and a lot of European countries it's they don't look at it like that they like the cells are nice and they treat them like people and they they work on fixing these people, not punishing them, like I have a quote about someone going through an American jail. I, I know jails different from prison, but it says many local jails were dirty, unsafe, vermin infested, and lacked areas in which inmates could exercise or get fresh air. Some jail authorities place inmates in restraining devices for long periods, far in excess of legitimate safety considerations, severe overcrowding coupled with inadequate staffing. And many jails created dangerous conditions reflected in the numbers of inmates injured in fights who experienced seizures and other medical emergencies without proper attention and who managed to escape. Okay, there's there's a part in this that I want to, like, kind of talk about. Like, I just thought about this. Um, uh, the number of inmates injured in fights. This, like, we know someone that was in prison, right? Yeah. And... He had somebody taking money out of his account, and so he warned the guy, like, listen, you got to stop doing this. Yeah. Or, like, it's, it's going to be bad for you. You told me about this. And, um, the guy didn't stop taking money from his account, so he had, <laughs> had to stab him. Yeah. 18 times. Yeah. And that, he said, like, there I didn't have any other option. Like, that's what I had to do. Yeah. Because I would have been seen as the bad person, and I would have been seen as the, uh...
1: The weak part of the herd. Yeah. And then everybody's gonna take yeah. advantage of you. So
0: everyone's gonna start taking money from him. And in Norway, stuff like that would not happen. Uh-huh. Because...
1: Well, here's another thing that I saw. Uh, our... Our prisons... Here, let's look at it... Let's look at it, like, per 100,000 people, because we have so many more people than Norway. We have 716 inmates per 100... Per 100,000 people.
0: That's hard for me to look at. I can't register that. <laughs> Still, but
1: comparatively, Norway has 66 people in prison. Even if their prisons are that good.
0: Well, and like earlier I said, we have 2.2 2 million people in prison out of 300 million. Yeah. China has less than us yeah. out of 1 billion people. They have, uh, they have, I think it's like. One million, one point six million people yeah. in prison out of their one billion.
1: I want to clarify, by the way, I didn't. I didn't mean they have sixty six people total. No, yeah, sixty
0: six people have one hundred uh, yeah, thousand. Yeah, I, I don't yeah. want
1: anybody to think I'm stupid. <laughs> no,
0: uh, and another thing, talking about population, prison population in Germany is sixty four thousand people total, um, out of their eighty two point six million people, and um thirty one percent of the prisoners in Germany. ...are foreign, so they're not even Germans. Yeah. And 5% of the prisoners in the U.S. are foreign. Like, I don't know. I just thought that was interesting, and I wanted to bring that up. But obviously, I guess you could say that our prison systems are better than others. Like, in Latin America, and Brazil, I have a quote here um somebody went like was talking about prisons in brazil and it said inside they found filthy overcrowded cells holding sick, thirsty prisoners some with untreated injuries the prison guards refused to open the door of the locked punishment wing which reeked of vomit and feces
1: i think that has a little bit more to do with just an economic problem though is mm. that they just are a poor country yeah. so they have worse living conditions mm. just like they're like, they're normal, like, is not much different than their normal, you know, free living conditions. Mm,
0: yeah. <laughs> so. Well, Britain, not Brazil, though.
1: Eh, in some parts of Brazil yeah. can get shady. Some parts are actually quite kind of nice, but. <laughs> um,
0: do you have anything else you want to bring
1: up? No, I wish, I wish I could talk more about it. I'm trying to scramble to get all of my thoughts out in a short amount of time. Mm-hmm. I wish I could talk for a longer period of time about it. Because I've thought a lot about mm-hmm. the, the drug problem. Because I think it's one of, if not the biggest problem in the United States. Yeah. And it affects so much around us that we mm-hmm. are...
0: Especially in Ohio. Ohio. We're like, number six in the country for prison population.
1: And our, I'm not sure of the exact uh, number, but I believe we're also a very big...
0: Uh, yeah, we have a huge population. With the our, opioid
1: epi- yeah. epidemic, is what
0: it, we're number two. Number like, two. We're number two. Pennsylvania just beat us.
1: Huh. But like, like that's mm-hmm. what I mean. Like the correlation's right. Then mm-hmm. it's not as big as a correlation six and two, but mm-hmm. still, it it we're pretty high up, and it's just because of mm-hmm. the drug problem. So you have that, and then you have the cartel killing mm-hmm. people, and and you you can make money off of it, and. I don't, I don't think we should just flat-out legalize drugs. Mm-hmm. We have to regulate it, obviously, just like how you regulate liquor and everything. Mm-hmm. But I find it...
0: Regulate liquor?
1: You know how you can't sell liquor on Sundays. you got to be 21 to you drink can sell, it. You can sell
0: alcohol on Sundays.
1: You can sell beer on Sundays. Like my, no, my, you
0: can sell wine, too. You can. not At Kroger, we yeah.
1: We can. not Some places you can't. That's what I mean by regulate. Like, you have mm-hmm. to have rules in place. You don't just be like, all right, meth's available at 7 <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, um... So you you can't sell you can't sell wine on Sunday. No, you
1: can't sell wine. I or think liquor. that's
0: a religious thing, though, isn't it?
1: No, that's a that's in our liquor license that we got to for our store to sell liquor. We aren't allowed to sell liquor on Sunday. And if we get, because it happens sometimes, like it'll slip through. But if we get caught multiple times selling liquor on Sundays, we could get our liquor license taken away. It's
0: gonna change, not buying it on Sunday. From, it's just
1: part of the regulation, okay. which is like. We can do that with drugs, man. And and everybody wants to think that if we legalize... Like, yes, it is true that for a short amount of time in the short term, use of narcotics is going to go up if we make it legal. Mm-hmm. But, like, I would say by a show of hands right now, since this is, is going to be played <laughs> in front of a class, but I'm not here. But how many people, if heroin is legalized tomorrow, how many people are going to go and get some, and try it. Yeah. Very small amount yeah, of people. Yeah,
0: let's just go do some heroin. Yeah,
1: very small amount of people.
0: And the thing with heroin is, we're going off on a tangent, and we oh, need to stop soon, but um, <laughs> if heroin were regulated, it wouldn't be as, like, Oh yeah. dirty and,
1: like... That's another huge thing, is that so many overdoses happen... Because it's not regulated.
0: Okay, we're getting on by, a different subject. By the
1: FDA. Mm-hmm. Well, like I said, I think the prison problem mm-hmm. and the drug problem are basically the same thing. So. Like, there's, there's an exact correlation mm-hmm. that the, the rates, like everybody, the biggest problem people have with the prison system is the rate of prisoners. And it's a direct correlation from when we went on the war on drugs to the prison population mm-hmm. rising. It's the only way you can look at it. People haven't gotten more violent. The, the stat of violent crimes has remained the exact same throughout all these decades.
0: Mm-hmm. And if... Okay, so what you think we should do to fix the problem of... A, the corruption of our prison system is legalize drugs, but I, keep them regulated.
1: I think that what would fix a lot in this country is if we legalize the drugs... Mm-hmm. And if we made it to where, I wish, I don't know how to phrase this because this thought isn't totally with me right now, but there's a big problem with corporations and lobbying like the prison union lobbying I said earlier, that it, it damages the country. Like, it, like someone lobbying to keep marijuana legal so that more people remain in cages for the rest of their life damages the country. And something like that is bad, and that needs to be stopped. But people don't look at it that way, mm-hmm. which is the biggest thing. Stigma is the biggest thing when it comes... Which is, w- w- like, why it's so hard to legalize drug is because of stigma. That's the biggest problem, in my opinion. And yes, I think... That the prison rates, along with a lot of other problems, would go down if we legalized and regulated most drugs. Mm-hmm.
0: But right now, all we can really do, like, like there's nothing we can just we can't just go to the government and be like, "Hey, fix this." So right now, all we can really do is like protest and vote. Even though it's not you private. can
1: well, just being educated on it is mm-hmm. is good. Like. I, like, we, there's, there's stuff we can do, obviously, Mm -hmm. like, like, this, like, imagine if someone said that during the civil rights movement, there's nothing we could do, these white people are always going to be racist, like, there's always Mm -hmm. something you can do, it's just hard to figure out, and we have to figure it out, and the first step to figuring it out is recognizing what the problem is, and I think, in my opinion, (laughs) like, anybody's free to have a different opinion, but the, one of the biggest things is, like, we talked about, so... That's my two cents on it.
0: (laughs) That's your, uh, like, $50 on it.
1: (laughs) I don't know how to stop talking. A lot of it was rambling, too.
0: Thanks, babe.
1: No problem.